Hello. Hello, everyone. Ah, it's Monday. I'm here. My, my, I wouldn't say much to my sh- chagrin, but I would say uh, I'm slightly surprised. I mean, I don't know what that even means. What do I mean I'm slightly surprised to be here? I guess I just mean, huh, well, we're still at it. We're still here. We're still in the pandemic. Everything is still pan- pandemicized. <laughs> Close, but no pants. Keys, welcome aboard. David, it's Monday, and it's brutally cold. Uh, well, it's cold here, not brutally cold, but cold here for L.A., 50s, low 50s. <coughs> Hello, Joan. Hello, Rachel. Greetings. Uh, Keith, welcome aboard. Darren, Jeff, um, Brad, Christopher, Bob. Hmm. Yes, good. I've got my pants on. I am not wearing my uh, kooky pants. Um, today, I am wearing a different pair of trousers. I went four days on those other pants, and now I'm on these pants for a few days. Well, actually, I think I just put them on yesterday. I'm turning the heat off because it's a bit toasty here and here. And um, Lady Jerry's promised to come in after the motivation, but she doesn't want to be here for the motivational bit. She doesn't need that. She doesn't need that crap. Um, <clears throat> so uh, say hi to Stephanie for me, Brad. I guess I'm saying hi to her. Sharon, greetings to you. Uh, so what happened over the weekend? A friend of mine sent me a picture of the Comedy Works in downtown Denver, Larimer Square, and uh, said that a friend sent it to him, and that friend who lives in Denver was sad. So I was sad. Dave, you're wearing the kooky pants. You've coined them God Pants. Well, never taken them off. I love mine also, Dave. Uh, I'm glad that you made that purchase. Uh, I did see on the in the group chat that you made the purchase. The link is there for all those who would like to trouser up. Um, geez, they're not for you. They're pants. Um, so today, Motivational Monday, as we... Oh, my God. Last night uh, was a big, windy night here in Los Angeles. Lady Jerry went and slept in the... Uh, <clears throat> And the other, we've got a house that normally we rent out, but it's not available right now, so we're using it kind of for COVID retreat area. And so, um, um, so Lady Jerry went up there. Oh, you have cataract surgery tomorrow, Brad. All right. Well, um, so Lady Jerry went to the front house, so I slept. We each slept separately last night, which we normally don't do. So that was a bit um, sad, especially I was thinking... It's been, this is the longest that I've been home in every night, you know, with, except for one or two nights like this where Belinda will go to the other room because I'm snoring or something, or I'll go to the other room because I'm snoring, or she went to the front house last night because <laughs> she was afraid a tree was going to fall in our house in the wind and kill us. Not really afraid, but she did decide to go to the other I don't know what her logic was because I said, so I think this is irrational. I'm going to stay in the bed, and she still left as if, well, I'm going to kill get killed and she'll be okay with that. No, Rich, you can't give up today. Um, so, <clears throat> so I woke up this morning thinking about uh, uh, Don Quixote. Uh, you know, and I have to say during the pandemic last year, uh, I did check out the audiobook of Don Quixote out of the library and try to get into it. Maybe I even checked out the, the digital book book where you have to read words with your eyes. Um, and uh, ah, I couldn't get in. I couldn't get in. It's a bit, uh, 
long. I of course I knew the story of Don Quixote because Quixotic. I think that's how you say Quixotic. I'm not even sure. Maybe you see. Maybe it's Quixotic. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. Um, anyway, I had uh, <laughs> David. You want to give up until it gets warmer? Well, you can go dormant. You can hibernate till it gets warmer. How about that? It's not giving up. Uh, but you can take it easy until then. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Darren, you're breaking ground for a cabin for yourself in the backyard. Yeah, ideally, uh, my Belinda, Lady Jerry, and I would have separate tiny houses, and and our daughter would have her own third tiny house, and we'd be around a communal kitchen. That's that's I think would be ideal. But then we'd have to fight about whose turn it was to clean the kitchen. But we'd also have kitchens in our tiny houses. I don't know. Uh, I haven't, uh, so far that plan has not taken off to fly. Anyway, I woke up thinking about Don Quixote and uh, and this idea that this guy, okay, so the, I know you know the story, but it's a guy who's about 50 years old. It's in Spain, or España, as they say in Spain. That's how they call their country there. <laughs> Silly, because we all know it's Spain. Um, 50-year-old Spanish gentleman, he's been reading all these books about chivalry, and he gets a little bit deluded, and he's going to go out and be a knight, you know, and, and uh, he's got a sway-backed horse. God, I can't remember the name for the... Th- there's a vocabulary word that I came across several times for a sway-back horse. So he gets a sway-back horse, and he gets one of these servants to come and be his uh, assistant knight, and, uh, you know, he has these crazy adventures. And in the book... It, which I know because I didn't wasn't able to finish it, but I got in far enough. It's a lot more depressing than what, what we Americans kind of know more. The uh, Man of La Mancha, the the Broadway musical version of Don Quixote, <laughs> which is uh, you know much a, a bit more kind of hopeful and triumphant. And that's America for you. And this is what other countries don't really uh, get about us. They think it's sort of silly the way we're optimistic and we believe we're going to triumph and that. Uh, believing in yourself and following your dream is important and uh, that's what Man of La Mancha is more of that and, and the book is more Don Quixote is, is sort of embarrassment and things go wrong and he gets the crap beat out of him he's like James Rockford except he never solves the crime he just gets beat up and uh, <clears throat> and it's kind of depressing and humiliating but of course in America we take the we take that story and we turn it into uh, this guy who's idealistic and deluded but he's pursuing his dream and in the Man of La Mancha story, which is which is better, um, Funday Monday, Andrew, good to see you. Um, Bob, you built a tiny house. It, it, that sounds nice. Yeah, a lot of tiny house chat out there. Um, Darren, you got a Don Quixote quote. Quote, when life itself seems lunatic, who knows where madness lies? Yes, that, Don Quixote's got a lot more going for him than you think. And so I was thinking about the Man of La Mancha, you know, and the songs from that, uh, The Impossible Dream, uh, I've got the lyrics here, which, uh, you know, it's a, it's a really... So the musical was written by Americans, and uh, and in that story, Cervantes is on trial during the Spanish Inquisition, religious, and, and he gets thrown in jail, and these thieves steal everything from him in jail. He's got this manuscript, and that's what he's holding on to, and they want that too. And he says, well, look, if I can convince you not to take my manuscript, which I'm going to use in my defense against the Inquisition, um, let, let me tell you the story. And so the story he tells then is the play, and the people who are the other prisoners, I guess, play the characters 
in in theory in the man of La Mancha and at the end of it uh, the story you know Don Quixote goes to fight these things against all, all odds he for what he believes in but in in the book you know he gets his ass kicked and they take him back to uh, to his manor house and his servants and friends burn all of his chivalrous books to keep him from going out again but in the movie version he goes out and he still is deluded and has these adventures but the woman who he claims to be not Dulcinea but someone uh, Adenale I think is, is the name of the person in the musical he's fighting for her and she doesn't believe him but then at, at the end as he's about to die she comes back to him and she sees the value of his dream life and how you know, in his mind, he's tri- triumphant, and he he dies uh, he dies uh, in her arms as he's trying to rise to to tell her the story again, and she gets catches a glimpse of it, and it warms her heart. And the people in in uh, Cervantes' prison cell let him keep the manuscript, and he's summoned off to go for his trial for the Spanish Inquisition. And spoiler alert, I doubt that goes well. Um, but uh, but anyway, uh, in this musical, Don Quixote sings this to dream the impossible dream and it's a guy who is delusional you know he thinks that windmills are giants and he thinks he's battling for the uh for the uh the value of this woman's honor who is actually a prostitute and you know he he's he, he's he's really ridiculous and absurd but he he sings this song to dream the impossible dream to fight the unbeatable foe to bear with unbearable sorrow to run where the brave dare not go he's talking about um, to he's talking about this is this is what he stands for this is what he in his mind thinks he's doing and that is what's important in the American version it's what he's doing in his mind to right the unrightable wrong to to love pure and chaste from afar to try when your arms are too weary to reach the unreachable star and I definitely felt like my arms were too weary when I woke up today but I was thinking about this this is my quest to follow that star no matter how hopeless no matter how far to fight for the right without question or pause to be willing to march into hell for a heavenly cause and I'll know if I'll only be true to this glorious quest that my heart will be peaceful and calm when I'm laid to my rest you know if if I do what I believe is right, I know that I'll die with a calm, uh, full heart. And the world will be better for this. That one man, scorned and covered with star scars, still strove with his last ounce of courage to fight the unbeatable foe, to reach the unreachable star. Uh, it's a pretty moving uh, song, and there's many versions of it available on Apple Music. Um, I wasn't so crazy about Elvis. I have to say, Robert Goulet did a good job, but my favorite, if you're going to go listen to um, The Impossible Dream on Apple Music, my favorite was the uh, one of the the Broadway cast recording. That guy has got a great voice, and I didn't write his name down, uh, but he really belted it out. So, uh, so, uh, anyway, I... um, I just, I just thought that uh, that was where I was at today. <laughs> you know, to dream the, I was dreaming the impossible dream. It just felt like, holy crap, am I gonna be able to get up today and uh, get out there and uh, and 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 fight the unbeatable foe? I mean, in jujitsu, when you first start out, ha, jujitsu. I don't know if you're drinking at home, but I think it's time. Um, 
in jiu-jitsu, when you first start out, you're on the bottom all the time. You can't get these guys off you because they just know more than you know, and you can't get out from under them. You could start out, you start out even, and they just pin you down, and you can't get away from them, and they submit you, and it's just over and over. You keep fighting this unbeatable foe, and then you, over time, you get better, and they teach you ways to, to counteract what they're doing. Um, <clears throat> but. Uh, this idea to get get up every day and uh, follow that quest, follow you know that follow that quest, follow that star, no matter how hopeless, no matter how far. Holy cow! That is exactly where I'm at with this COVID right now. When are we going to get vaccinated? I can't wait to get vaccinated. I want to get out there. I met a friend for coffee. Nothing's open. You got to meet your friend for coffee, and then you got to drink your coffee in the alley like a hobo. Um, because you're not allowed to socialize or be around anyway. It just, just feels like, man, every day my arms are too tired. Oh, William Shatner should have done a rendition of that song. I I find it hard to believe um, that William Shatner hasn't done that pick. <coughs> you dripped, you kept changing clothes for a Zoom call. Yeah, I, I'm thinking I'm going to have to get uh, I'm going to have to get dressed up for the show maybe tomorrow. Dave, you have the Jim Neighbors record. It's interesting that Jim Neighbors became famous for singing that Impossible Dream song, and Jim Neighbors, in uh, his, he's most famous for playing Gomer Pyle in this TV show. Now, um, our age is really showing, if you can remember this, but Gomer Pyle was this goofy Marine, and he had this tough Sergeant Carter who was always on it. He'd always sort of win, but he was just, he was kind of like uh, Ted Lasso, in a way. Gomer Pyle, golly, Sergeant! He, so he was just so goofy on that show, but he could belt it out and sing this impossible dream song. It, you know, I saw, he used to do it on talk shows all over the place. And people would be so amazed. And the interesting thing about uh, Jim Neighbors, in the light of dreaming the impossible dream, Jim Neighbors lived, I, I think, most of his life in in this secret. You know, he he was a gay man, and uh, he was a real showbiz success with Gomer Pyle, and also he had this beautiful singing voice, which those two contrasted each other. And uh, you know, he was beloved, and I'm sure his friends and everybody who knew him in show business knew that he was gay. But to have to keep that secret, you know, just just to have to. Uh, <clears throat> To 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 uh, the unrightable wrong. Yeah, I'm getting a little weepy. Anyway, so um, so that's that's uh, your motivational Monday. That's your uh, the impossible dream, Man of La Mancha. And there's there's several versions of Man of La Mancha that you can watch. I think there's one with Peter O'Toole that's available. And God, I love Peter O'Toole. Um, that's available on Amazon Prime, so you can watch it as a freebie. And I don't know if Peter O'Toole is going to sing in that, but oh, let's hope so. Uh, not since uh, Clint Eastwood sang in Paint Your Wagon, which would be after Peter O'Toole singing in um, La Man, The Man of La Mancha. It ran for six years on Broadway, or it was on, on stage in New York City for six years. It went to London after. We had it first, and then it went to London. Um, anyway, so there you go. Uh Keith, everything's still open there in Florida. Well, con congratulations. Um, uh, Dave, you're out kayaking. That's great. <laughs> yes, I think he was also Goober in the Andy Griffith show. Dave, you're right. Jim Neighbors. Um, 
So, uh, Don, I'm not sure what books you're going to read, uh, but uh, I'm just going up to see. Anyway, I can't can't keep track of that. But yeah, so there you go. So that's your motivation. Lady Jerry is here, as you can see. Uh, Flavia, you're here for, in time for Lady Jerry. You missed uh, you missed the Don Quixote to dream the impossible dream uh, motivation for today, but that's available online at the beginning of the show. Oh, to dream the impossible dream. That must have been sweet. It is. Well, it's yeah. a great song. It, yeah. you know, this Don Quixote, I don't want to re-explain it to you, but I, yeah, I no. woke up thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you got it there. These are the lyrics, uh, which you can kind of look over later okay, on. Okay, because I, yeah, I, I need some motivation now. I've been... Uh, what have I been doing? You've been oh, working on your environmental chit-chat, haven't you? I have, yeah. I was on uh, uh, It's the Planet Stupid this morning talking about... Uh, the list of priorities on the White House website that got put up right after the, uh, the inauguration, and they're pretty exciting because I think I told you this the other day, you know, climate change, if we didn't have a pandemic, climate change would be number one. So that is huge for me and the and for you guys too because we have someone in the White House who really gets it and he's put together this A-team a team, yeah. This is my. This is my. Um, that's your New Zealand possum. Yeah, that's my possum. This is what. Crockett. This is what the New Zealand possums look like. This. Yeah, this they is don't their have tails. That weird ratty Beautiful, face. fluffy, and this is really. This is years old. This thing, and the tail is still quite lovely. Oh, it's still flatty. Well, you're yeah. years old. You're years old, and your tail is quite <laughs> lovely. <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks for noticing, and thanks for telling everybody on the show that I've got a lovely tail. Well, I take good care of it. Mm. Getting it some nice bicycle shorts because man, we went on a. I think it was late, longer than nineteen miles yesterday. But oh my god, I don't have the bicycle shorts yet, and I keep on going out with these people who are completely kitted up with all the stuff. Mm. And oh my god, my bo- well, by the time I get home, it's not just my bottom. I mean, that's the least of my problems. I've got no more energy. I'm just. <laughs> I mean. You were and tired can, after the bike ride. Yeah, yesterday. and I can I can go out surfing for a couple of hours. It must just be that I'm using well, different things, and it's also it's a yeah. it's a pace. It's a you know there's no letting up. Whereas when you're surfing, you know you paddle out. Yeah, wait. It's, a, it's a constant energy right. output, and yeah. that's and Arthi, who's the leader of the Sunday coffee, that's her <laughs> taking it easy. She go she just goes constantly all the time. So uh, who? Arthi. That's yeah, a, yeah, that's yeah. How she rides. Yeah, she's. I had a little fit, break on yesterday's bike ride because I got a flat oh. tire. I rode over some glass, punctured my tire, and uh, you know I got a lot of talking to afterwards about that's why you need to take a tire flat repair kit. And I had an inner tube. I didn't bring it along, and I got the tire, the rim thing to break the bead, uh, but I didn't bring it along, and I didn't bring the pump, and I got the flat tire, and we were. It was probably still eight miles back to the house from where we where I got the flat and I was just going to call a friend and have him pick me up in his truck or have Lady Jerry drive home while I just sat and had a coffee or kept walking but uh, one of the other people who owns her own bike shop because I was thinking I'll get someone to pick me up take it to their bike shop she just uh, did a phone Google and found a bike shop. She hacked it out for you. She did <clears throat> yeah, a phone. that's, that's oh, a phone Google. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, look, I found a bicycle store. It's a, f- it's a five-minute drive and a 15-minute walk. I mean, you had your bike repaired and fixed probably better than a roadside, you know, CPR on the tire. I mean, you did a, it oh, was a good I job. I would have been able to probably do it, but it would have taken... It was a 15-minute walk and then 15 minutes to change the tire, and then I was back on the road. 20 bucks. Well worth it. I mean, I, I don't know what an inner tube costs, but it's got to be... Eight, at least, if not ten or twelve, and then my time 
is worth ten dollars easily. Oh, I think I think you got the best so end of the was, deal. It was great. I'm very happy with my solution of just you walk to the closest bike shop. Even if you have to walk home and put the car the bike in the car and drive it to a bike shop, at least for the length of ride that we're taking, if I had to walk home ten miles, that would have been a challenge, but I could have done it. Yeah, because that's the mm. kind of guy you are, man. You just, you know, get down to it. And the two ladies who are pretty bike bicycle expertise, um, they said, no, take it to the shop. Don't us do it on the side of the road. That's not going to be the best idea. So, Boy, Dave yeah. has got a good suggestion. And by the way, he's wearing those pants. <laughs> oh, oh, how are you liking um, them, Dave? He loves them. <laughs> he says, cut the old tube down the center and put your new tube inside of it to help prevent um, the fr- fragility. That's a good idea. Old school BMX trick, yo. Oh yeah, um, look at that, yo yeah. yo yo, Dave. Next time I'm doing Come that. Come on, I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a, uh, an old tube <laughs> down and, the center and put that Andrew, my new tube. I don't know that I am. I mean, well, let's I've wait got, till you get a puncture. Yeah. So Andrew's saying, Jake, you got a little emotional earlier about Jim Neighbors, which I did. I, I had, uh, I, I lost a friend from when I was in my twenties. He was my roommate and passed away he was uh, gay and and closeted for you know it was tough for him to come out and and he passed away from aids and i always think of him when i'm talking about anybody who's closeted and suffering like that or imaginary suffering i i I don't know what jim neighbor's life was really like um but you asked me if i cried when my daughter was born (laughs) oh god well let me just ask you andrew what do you think of course I cried. I cried when I went in to have the ultrasound and they'd show you the little blinking dot of the baby's heart. It's like a sci-fi. You're looking at this black screen with this little blinking heart. It's like this little star on the other side of the universe that's coming to you uh, with a baby riding it. I mean, it was just... I, I started crying when I saw that little blinking heart that that was going to be my daughter. I, I cried then. Um when the baby was born, <laughs> can I tell this story, Jerry? Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, weird that you're making fun of me because not, I think you I mean, love sweetly, my, the I fact mean, that I have a hormone imbalance. Did it seem like balance. I was making fun of him or I was like, <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Does that, well, I, I didn't, think, I didn't yeah. quite do that face. No, it was complete, no, this guy cries all the time. I mean... Though I have mm-hmm. to admit, James, my brother James, just sent some wedding photos of he and Kelly and their daughter Ailish, and they were in. I think they got married in Tonga because they weren't into having a big stand up in front of everyone. And I got weepy looking at those this morning because it was very sweet and they looked so happy. Um, Pick is saying Jim Neighbors lived in Hawaii. I think he, she thinks he was pretty happy. I do too. Uh, I do too. Pick. Uh, I just, I just tip, tip have to have that big part of your who you love and and that part of your life uh, to be kept secret seemed chal- challenging but so when you're going to tell the story of, of how much you yeah, cried when our daughter was born yeah. uh, it was a planned scheduled cesarean and so we're in there and they make me sit up by uh, Lady Jerry's head and they want you to sit down because they're afraid you're going to pass out and smash your head on the floor and they've got better things to do than take Mop care up of your, your blood. Head and so Every time I tried to sit up, they would tell me to sit, to sit, stand up. They'd say, sit back down. And so they do the little cut, and the, it's like someone throws a glass of water out of your wife. It's like, splash. They break the water, and then they take the, they take the baby out. It's, and it's my daughter, and the doctor is saying, 
tell her what it is. Tell her for me to tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell Lady it's Jerry a, what it is. It's a girl. Baby. And uh, and the doctor's going. Tell her what it is. And I'm so <laughs> emotional. I'm like half crying. I go. It's a baby. <laughs> and the doctor goes. No, it's a girl. Tell her it's a girl. She's got a daughter. Because we were having a surprise. Yeah, it was and a surprise. He's completely forgot God. his line, even though he was being given <laughs> yeah. a visual cue. It's a girl. I was yeah. just like tell her what it is. I'm like it's a baby. <laughs> Uh, and it's uh, so weird, you know, because I mean, I didn't, I, you know, I had to have a C-section because of other stuff that had happened to me beforehand, um, uh, which I won't go into detail about. But, um, but it's it's a weird way to have a, you know, I suppose all of it's weird and a hard way to have a baby. I saw your thing, Jen. It took you two weeks to bond, and then who said it took him to? And then wham, sensitive. it just took over. Yeah, she says she doesn't really cry. She's either fine or she's weeping uncontrollably. Uh, well, weeping uncontrollably is crying. Jeff is also a weeper, so that's yeah. that's uh, nice to have a fellow it's, weepers. Weepers unite. Um, oh, I think you've got you've got to cry because that's one of your emotional outlets. Is to you know. Dave still says he still hasn't water. bonded with his son, and he's sixteen now. <laughs> yeah, Dave. I think that. Oh, yeah. it gets a bit tricky, but uh, yeah. he'll be. He'll I bet be you've around. had moments, Dave. I bet you had moments. If you're in, if you're about to marry those pet new pants of yours, I bet you've had some moments when you've bonded. Yeah, with your son. wait till he sees you in those so, trousers. Oh, he must have seen yeah. you in those trousers already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rachel, it's a baby. Did you go to medical school for that? Because they're wanting to know. <laughs> they couldn't see right away. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it is funny. Oh, sure. When I had my daughter, the OB couldn't see right away. So he said, it's a, a, a baby. And we were like, thanks. Did you go to medical school for that? I said that yeah, already, but then I did. said it in well, more I think in context. It. It was a bit I confusing. said it in context because I know that I'm not so good with the comments. I just like to, you know, I'm a little bit off the cuff. And I just blurt out the bit that I see. That's sort of mm. how I am in real life, off the cuff, and just blurt out the obvious, right? Isn't that yeah? Do we'll that would sum up Lady Jerry. You know? Oh, from time to time. Oh, and what am I like the I've rest of the time? What am I like? What am I like? Well, you're not crying. So you've got a bit of a mean side to you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the time to talk about that? Is it's a joke. It's a joke, Jerry. Oh. Oh, all right. <laughs> but way to way to display your sweet side. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I. How? Bob he, says he, he says used to that get my sense of humor is weird, and I can't tell a joke. But I don't. I don't know, man. Sometimes I. Yeah. Bob all, the, all this training, it's not going anywhere. Let me know when you're ready. <laughs> uh, okay, go. <laughs> Bob said he used to get teary-eyed when they people voted people off the Biggest Loser. Yeah, missed that show. Well, yes. I used to. He loved eating cookies and watching uh, people, uh, fat people sweat. Bob, I used to love eating donuts and having my morning coffee while I was watching the Richard Simmons exercise show. Uh, that was fun for me. So I get it. Dave's son does not like the trousers. <laughs> yeah, we should ask well, our sixteen-year-old daughter if she likes them. Oh. Uh, Andrew, yes, you get emotional watching other people's dreams come true, like somebody winning a gold medal at the Olympics. Yeah, that is that it is stirring mm -hmm. to watch someone have a have a a personal triumph like that um, is pretty great. And uh, in jujitsu, every year they they'll have the kind of award ceremony, sort of where everyone at the academy, you know, at any given class, there'll be you know ten, twenty people there. But then everyone shows up for the awards kind of ceremony, and sometimes they'll have a little snacky banquet, parking lot, barbecue afterwards. Tailgating? 
your friends get called up and they get either stripes on their belt or a new belt and so it, it's very satisfying and and I did quite a, get quite emotional when my friend Frank got his blue belt which was before I got my blue belt um, it, it just was I was so happy for him and it was so great to see him get up and great to see how much everybody else applauded and was was excited about him mm. uh, having that personal achievement it was it was great um, he says certain songs remind him of their son Sid every time he hears them they cry yeah that song All I Want for Christmas is You uh, that was on this uh, play baby playlist that I had r the Christmas before Fanula was born every time I hear Mariah Carey with that All I Want for Christmas is You tears the, mm. tears the bottom right out of me it's your husband's birthday today um, so you're not crying Jen well good for you is that your gift to him <laughs> you're not crying <laughs> And Jen says um, she's off the cuff and blurty as well. Well, thank you, Jen, fellow blurty off the cuff spirit. I, oh, I wouldn't have I you. Knew I, I knew one. I wouldn't have you. Wouldn't have you anywhere anywhere. Look, I just have to go back because I'm just slightly concerned about what you said, Keys, about your son. You, you, so your son Sid is still with us, is what I'm hoping, because you say remind me of our son Sid, and every time I hear them, I cry. So I'm hoping that you mean he's still here. Yeah, the songs that's in the past tense, because he hears the songs and they remind him. Yeah, he's not I'm, hearing a song now. Yeah, and he's not hearing a song in the future. But yes, uh, hopefully Keys' I'm just, son is. Yeah, I'm just. Has a, sure. Hopefully this isn't us finding out about yeah. Keys has lost his son. Yeah, because yeah, and yeah. Boy, thank you for bringing it up. It's already a tough Monday, Jerry. No, no, I'm sorry, guys, but I just, because my, you know, I just it just make, put my heart in my mouth for a little minute. You know, I'm blurty, I say things off the cuff, and then I, um, yeah, who knows? And yeah. then I'm, yeah, I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure, Keys, I'm just making sure. Pick says, you guys look more than you uh, uh, usually beautiful today. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> very nice. Motivational. Oh. oh, yeah, you might put some real clothes on tomorrow. I think can I'm going to... I'd like to tell them about all the real clothes that I've got on and how much wool I'm wearing because it's it started out at 46 yep. degrees today, all right. which is cold, and we've got wind. I mean, it's sunny right now. So this is possum. And down here, I've got possum. I don't know if I can lift them up high enough, but I've got possum and merino socks on. Those are very warm. You put those on your tootsies and you are ready to go. But then I've also got, yeah, I've got a wool skirt. I mean, I've really gone for it. I'm, I jumped into wool. Everything is wool except my undies. Jen cries <laughs> in terms of endearment and uh, steel yeah. magnolias. Those are those are two uh, tearjerkers. Yeah. <laughs> Brad, you cried oh. last night when the oh. Packers lost. My dad probably cried yeah. with you. I think he yeah, was really heartbroken about that. Yeah. Um, Oh, are we frozen? Someone's saying we've tripped the internet. Oh yeah, cord. I heard. I heard the internet uh, um, kind of locked up for a minute. But luckily, we're uh, at the end of today's show, and uh -huh. we're ready for tomorrow's show. I still have remaining unread letters from Grandma. Not many, but a few, and then we can start over. Of course. <laughs> um, oh my God! Uh, yeah, you can let you can let us know if you're up for that or not. Don't you think, or are you just because you. <laughs> I, the letters from Grandma, let's face it, are very similar to each other. The circular, and The yeah. idea that I would be reading one that I read three months ago. And that they would poor. recognize Look, it. these letters have held the test of time. These letters were written in the 1980s. I they're know. 30 well, years I old. I wish that I still had my letters from my grandma because they're the same. They're the exact hmm. same. It's like one long sentence, except it's a paragraph, and it's just the, you know, the segues are unbelievable. Um, uh, right, give me the fart machine. 
well, you, you, you so tomorrow's tomorrow's letter from Grandma. That's going to happen, and then we've got the story of Jacob's return. As you know, uh, Jacob was who, married. Those two having a hug, they look like specters, like they're ghosts or something. Well, probably Jacob and his and his dad, or oh. probably that's probably Jacob and Esau. Actually, all right. Um, is that a happy? Th- I can't tell if it's well, a happy picture or a sad Jacob picture. Jacob tricked Esau out of his uh, birthright, even though they're twins, mm. so he was born only slightly before him. Oh, and then uh, Jacob was uh, tricked in a wedding because he wanted to marry. Uh, the beautiful daughter, I think her name was Rachel, um, and uh, Rachel's dad tricked him into marrying uh, the other daughter. Um, uh, oh God, I'm just trying to see her name. I can't was she see. lovely or not lovely? No, she was more plain. But that's Laban, his wife's, bro- his his mother's brother. He wanted to marry his beautiful cousin, the more beautiful one, but instead he was tricked into marrying the plain one after working seven years to, for the right to <gasps> oh, marry the beautiful one. Oh, I remember one. that story. God, the Bible. Yeah. But then, Happy, but then, yeah. But then Laban allowed him to also marry Rachel. So they mm. married. He got two wives in one day, but then had to work another seven years. Anyway, tomorrow is going to be the story of... Um, of Jacob's re- return. We'll see how it goes with Esau. Okay, I just got to um, answer a few of these. So Andrew wants to know if we've seen Antoine Fisher. Is he the uh, chess player? Is it that movie? I don't know, but I, I, I then, think I've seen it, but I can't remember it. Um, all right. <laughs> oh, Belinda, I watched your Stargate episode and I'm not going to tell you what he said. Who's he? But it was very compliment. Oh, he being my be, husband. Yeah. That's hilarious. I told you that's the one I get. I mean, that was so hilarious, Your that boobs job. Your really killing it on that show. I well, mean, I mean, had I mean made that. up and stuffed up. And I mean, it was really... <laughs> I'm not saying you're not pretty. Right. Oh, my God. Don't be talking about my girls as if they couldn't do the job on their own. So then the other thing about... Well, it's it's hilarious bondage, but, uh, you know, like uh, alien bondage. And then there was one just before that when Bob says that if we run out of your letters, grandma letters, he can send his uh, mother's letters from the 70s in college, and they're pretty good as well. Uh, hey, thanks for watching that Stargate. Uh, uh, my, oh, if you want to see something really funny, watch my... Um, uh, I play this goddess called Callista. It's in Hercules, or oh, with Kevin Sorbo. Who's shot pretty in naughty right now? Kevin Sorbo is a oh, is he sort of a Trumpy? Kevin Sorbo know. has got the record. His wife gave birth to the biggest baby that ever was birthed at the Las Vegas hospital, a fourteen pounder. But beside from the drummings, I'm just... Oh, Regrets, I've had a few. That's the name of the episode. But that's that's mm. an incarnation of me that you, you will you will never see that one again, Jen. That was a, a once-er, and, uh, yeah. And it's, you know... Anyway, that was me. All right. So mm. someone's recommending the movie Lion. That's another one. Um, was, frozen again, froze up. Okay, oh, here we go. So, yeah. um... <laughs> all right. So to fight for the right without question or pause let's keep dreaming the impossible dream till tomorrow today's seize the day is from jean-jacques machado uh uh revered jiu-jitsu coral belt practitioner i think he's a coral belt um if you ask me what belt i am today jean-jacques says i will tell you that i'm a white belt that never gave up and that that is profound and deep well, that that's. I mean, that's I know saying, those two things mean the same thing, but. Well, that's a saying that a black belt is a white belt that never gave up, and mm. that's what's true. I mean, mm-hmm. 
So we all know that. You've got that going for you, so don't give up. We're all going to be black belts by the end of this. Um, Stargate might be one of the kitschiest bits of acting I ever did. I, I don't remember watching that and thinking, well done, Lady Jerry. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, uh, for your viewing pleasure, guys, for your right. viewing pleasure. All right. Um, so it's time to go. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow for the Bible and Grandma.